Father, we just praise you for the way that you again and again do meet the needs of us, your people. We thank you for the, the way that many of us have been in difficult situations. We felt as if we'd been up against it, as if there's been no way out. And Lord, you've provided and blessed us. Father, you're a great God. You're a good God. Help us to give you praise in every way in our lives. We ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. It's my great privilege just to ask Pastor Willie just to come up, and he's going to come up and share with us just now. Um, If you come up just now, Willie, he's going to read, and then Pastor Willie, you can just come up with him. You need to look after him anyway. You've been doing it for the last fortnight. It's really great because Willie's going to be sharing with us after Jim's read. As soon as Paul said that this was the time when he shared at the prayer meeting, it was his one and only time that he was going to speak in Europe. We were determined to get him speaking again, so it's fantastic that he's going to be with us to share God's Word tonight. So thanks very much. Thank you. Jim's going to read, and then Willie's going to share. We've got a couple of readings tonight. first part is from Psalms 139, and the second part is from Romans 12. Uh, from Psalm 139, verses 4 to 6, 13 to 14, and then 17. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your words are wonderful. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. And in Romans 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Hello, church. Good evening. Thanks you, uh, thank you very much for having me here. And tonight we'll be talking about uh, knowing the will of God and doing the will of God. I have heard the testimonies of God's faithfulness from the speakers who have just spoken. And tonight, I want to highlight again God's faithfulness to His children who are obedient to Him. We have seen the speakers' lives, their willingness to hear God's voice, to be obedient to His call, to make changes in their lives and of His care and of His provision. Tonight, we want to for a few minutes, pick up on experiencing God by knowing His will for each of us and His faithfulness as we do His will in our lives. Again, our topic is knowing the will of God and doing the will of God. If you can see the beauty of the universe, it's incomprehensible. And I know there, that there is a creator. Amen. So if you try to look at this, when I was in Scotland, uh, James brought me up into the north and I see the beauty of the scenery there. So I, I know that there is really a creator and 
If you try to look at this question, how could a creator have no plan or offer no guidance for his creation? So, like the sun, the planets, they have their own path. And also as man, we have a plan as well. The question here, is there a plan for, our, for your life? Psalm 139 verse 14 says that, I will give thanks unto thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are thy works, and thy soul know it right well. The another question here is, is there a path to follow? When we are in the north with Jim, uh, we, we come to a, 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 a ride that uh, says that the long and winding road, something like. You know, the, 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 the road is wider, then it comes smaller and smaller again, and maybe one lane. And when you go up to the mountain, you cannot see the other side. And, I, and my stomach goes, oh! <laughs> But Jim is a very good guide. <laughs> He gave us, he bring me back here. So the, I think there is a path to follow. No? And another question is, is there a light to guide you in the perfect will of God? Of course we know that the answer is the Bible. So tonight we're talking about experiencing God. Number one, he said, God wants us to know his will. Of course, if he wants to know his will, then he wants us to know his will. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is in Ephesians 5, verse 17. And not only that, he wants us to be filled with the knowledge of his word. For this reason, in Colossians 1, 9, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Paul here is praying for the Christians. We must Spend time in prayer, talking with God about His will for our lives and listening to His voice through His scriptures. God is a wonderful counselor. Sometimes if we have problems, we go to professional counselors and spend money. But as Christians, we should look at our Bible, pray, because God is a wonderful counselor. He shows us in His word in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And whatever he tells us will stand in the test of eternity. Psalms 33:11, the counsel of the Lord stands forever and the plans of his heart to all generations. The question is, how do we experience the guidance of God and walk in the path of that perfect will? And I think the answer is by following the Lord Jesus as our example. The key to divine will is the word of God. And in the Old Testament, God speaks to man. He guided the Israelites in the day by pillar of clouds and on night a pillar of fire. But today, God provides us the Bible, his word. Second Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, corrections, for instructions in righteousness. The will of God and the word of God are inseparable. The scriptures are the revealed will of God. Here are his promises, his commands, warnings, and principles of life. He gave the word to man that he might know and do that his divine will. 
To be ignorant of the word or neglect its precepts while professing to seek the will of God is contradictory. Another one here is willingness. Jesus' desire is to do the will of God. His word in these verses say in Luke 20 to 42, Father, if it is will, if it is your will, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. John 6.38 says, For I have come to down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. This is a challenge for us Christians. Jesus' desire was to do the will of God. Surely, we as his children should be willing to do his will in our lives. Amen? There are, of course, circumstantial matters not directly covered by the word. Thus includes matters of places, times, persons, details, and life. Say, for example, once God you to be a missionary, and you cannot find that in the Bible, once you, God wants you to be a missionary in Scotland. I think there is no word Scotland in the Bible. No? But the Holy Spirit, in John 16, verse 13, the Word of God says, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you in all truth. And will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he'll speak. And he will tell you things to come. We can see here that the Holy Spirit is properly our guide as we faithfully seek to know God's will. Even so, the Word of God is the instrument of the Spirit. Principles and incidents from the Word open can cause to illuminate, illuminate the path of life. Another question, how do we apply the principle of guidance? I have heard Anna saying, how can we respond to God's will? Is it God's will or it is our own will? And that's very difficult. As we put God's interest first, so put the kingdom of God first. He will guide you through, number one, prayer, word, godly counsel, and circumstances. So these four things must not contradict with each other. No? Since God does not contradict himself, this should all speak as one voice, not as several conflicting voices to show you in the proper course of action. Maybe we have young people here tonight who would like to, I want to go to Africa. And the, 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 I can read that in the verse. They have a lot of verses in the Bible. And the pastor say, oops, not yet. You are not yet trained. So don't be discouraged. But if these four things would say, the circumstances, the, the missions is open, uh, church is uh, blessing you, the prayer, okay, and that's the time that you have to go. As you prayerfully consider your intention to the Lord when you have serious doubts, if you doubt about it, perhaps additional godly counsel and prayer are required to clarify all the factors involved. However, you need not procrastinate, choose the course of action most clearly directed by the light he has given you. Philippians 4, 6, 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guide your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The decisive 
man of faith, enjoys peace of God that passes all understanding. Amen? It's not easy to decide on things about the will of God. When God wants you to do things, especially in my part, when God calls me to become full-time minister, I feel that God is saying, sold your business, sell your business. And it's not easy. But I did, and I have a peace of mind. So one of the important things that we should do is do not, to be con- uh, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but transform by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. When you try to be in God's will, I think you said, okay, that's good. Then we, when, you, uh, when you put yourself in the hands of God, you can see, wow, it's very pleasing. And the result you say, wow, it is my, the perfect will for me. When you are committed to the Lord, you can be confident that He will guide you. He wants to know and do His good, acceptable, and perfect will. This is an airplane, and I have a friend who is a pilot. He is a Christian pilot. He said to me, Airbus 300 or 747, or what's the name of that? 747? Okay. So this plane, these big planes, he said to me that can land by automatic pilot. So sometimes this plane will, if the pilot will say, okay, just put in automatic, it lands. And of course, he said, because we are human, we just try to also control because we, 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 we like the feel of this uh, going, going to the ground. And most of the time, the automatic pilot is much smoother ride than the manual. Okay, so sometimes God calls us and we have to obey. And in doing that, we end up on a certain place we don't know. God is calling us maybe to become a sender or a sent ones. And if you want to become a sent ones, God will place you to a place that the speakers have just said, out of our comfort zones. But just believe and trust the Lord because the Lord is trustworthy. So it will come to a time that we need His guidance. Just always remember that God has a plan for your life and a path to follow. Just remember these two principles. Number one, to know the scriptures and search them daily to to perfect your knowledge of His will and to be willing to obey His word and to follow His guidance. And tonight, I have no regrets. I know I feel that we are working in a different world than your world, but I feel that the Lord is with us wherever we are. Just trust in Him, believe in Him, put your life in automatic mood, let the Holy Spirit fly your life, and you have a smooth ride ahead. Thank you, church, and we pray. Lord God, thank you so much for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you are a trustworthy God. Lord, we pray that you reveal unto us, to each and every one of us, your will. And as we do that, we pray, Lord, that you give us a heart that is willing to obey and to accept the guidance of the Holy Spirit. 
All this, all this we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for what our brother Willie has just shared with us. And Father, we thank you that this isn't a matter of theory. This is something that's about practice. It's something that he's actually lived out in his own life. We thank you for having him and Fee here over these last few weeks. We just ask that it that any blessing they've received, that you'll pour your love and grace into their lives and multiply that. We pray that you'll keep on providing for their personal needs and for the needs of the church there in the Philippines. Lord, bless them. Give them safe travel. Give them a wonderful reunion with their family. And we pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen.